1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to MoneyWise. You know, whether you are a regular listener or whether you're new to our show, if it's Sunday morning in America, then it's time for MoneyWise. So first, I'd like to start and say good morning to attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, everyone. And thank you for being here. Tenny, have you ever heard of the Dalai Lama? Yes. Okay, I want to give you a quotation to start out today from the Dalai Lama. Be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. He was, he is a good man. Isn't that a nice quotation? Yes. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Money Wise is brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. Uh, join us for a few minutes now. We're going to be talking about some things that will give you some important ideas for how to protect your family and how to protect your money. And this time is especially dedicated to you, our faithful listeners. So my name is Ray Lance, and I'm happy to be with you every Sunday morning and happy to have Tenny with me. Uh, I was going to say she's by my side, but she's not. She's across the table. As a reminder, we now do our radio shows from 352 Fonts Corner Road. With the magic of computers and the internet and so forth, we do our shows here, and then all the information is transferred over to the radio studio in Fairhaven. Then it's broadcast across the radio waves, and uh, we've been doing this now for a few months, and it's a lot of fun. You mentioned the other day doing television. I thought, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Well, then you'd have to think about what you were wearing in the morning. Exactly, whether my hair is in place, Yep, which it never is. Well, we may just have to have a different set of guests, that's all, Tenny. Or lots of big headphones. Lots of big headphones, right. Well, it wouldn't take a lot of effort to convert this into a TV studio as well as a radio studio. But in any event, we're, we're thrilled to be with you this morning. We're going to be talking this morning about something called Does an annuity make sense for you right now? And, you know, Tenny, this has to do with where do people have their money? We see people all the time that have uh, funds in bank accounts or the stock market or mutual funds and different kinds of things of that nature. But I wonder how many people take the time to stop and think about what's the best place for their money. So I've done some research for today, and I've looked into some things like what are the best short-term investments you have right now in this particular month as we're talking? Recommended by a particular source. I mean, this is somebody's point of view. Yes, of course, like this bankrate.com, for example. And it only takes, you know, four or five minutes to read that. But here's where people typically put their money on a short-term basis. They'll put it into a savings account or a checking account or... Maybe they'll put it into short-term corporate bond funds or money market accounts. I bet a lot of people listening today have a money market account or CDs, certificates of deposit. And when we take a break and come back um, at the half of the show, I'm going to give you some actual rates that we'll tell you about for even short-term rates that can far exceed CDs and so forth. But right now what you need to know is that Bank account rates are historically very low. Sometimes the online accounts you can do better with, but I don't think a lot of people are necessarily comfortable with doing online banking. Uh, most people, I suspect, still like to deal with their local bank. But, for example, Citibank right now has a regular savings account rate of 1.05%. Isn't that exciting? Tenny? doesn't excite me a whole lot. No, it doesn't. But the interesting thing is if you walk into a local bank in our listening area, in our community, you'd find savings account rates that are even less than that. And you have to uh, compare that to inflationary rates. Okay, so the rate of inflation right now is about 1.6%. So you're losing money in a savings account. You are losing money. And not only that, but if you are in a traditional kind of investment like a bank account, you get a 1099 at the end of the year, and you have to pick up interest and pay income taxes on it. So as we get further into the program today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about annuities and the fact that 
the interest that's being earned on an annuity account, for the most part, is uh, tax deferred. You don't pay interest on it until you pull the money out and therefore can accumulate even faster and historically at much higher rates. So another place you could be, for example, is short-term corporate bond funds. Most people listening today, I suspect, don't really get involved in doing that unless you're sort of an active investor and you're working with a managed account, you've got a stockbroker or something of that nature, or you might look at a short-term U.S. government bond fund. I wouldn't know where to buy a corporate bond. No. Well, you can't just pick up the phone and say, I want to buy a corporate bond. You typically do that through a broker. You can set up an online account. You can do it that way. But that's really tricky for most people. Most people just aren't comfortable doing that kind of a thing. Right. Checking account rates right now are horrible. The largest checking account rate I've seen has been six-tenths of 1%, just over a half a percent. So you're losing even more money. You're losing even more money. I've seen commercials, I've seen advertisements in the paper saying, wow, look at our special rate on checking accounts, 0.15%. That's 15 one-hundredths of 1%. So rates are terrible right now. Rates are low. They're going to probably remain low for a while. The Federal Reserve has recently lowered rates, but they're not going to be lowering rates any further because they're practically at zero right now. So where do you put your money today? Um, do you put it into a money market account? How about a CD? Do you think CD rates are great right now, Tenny? No. No, they're not. Um, they're extremely low. I've seen CD rates as low as a half a percent, one percent. First of all, I would always tell people, don't tie up your money in a five-year CD, because with rates historically this low, at some point, they're going to start to go back up again. And why would you want to be locked into a five-year CD? But... It doesn't much matter anyway, because if you broke that CD, you're not going to lose much because you didn't make much to begin with. And that's a really interesting point because I deal with people all the time and will say, all right, let's say you have a CD and you just took out a three-year CD and it's paying you, well, let's just be generous and say it's paying 1% interest. And I'll have clients say to me, well, gee, if I take the money out of my CD right now, I'm going to have to pay a three-month interest penalty. Well, that's okay. But let's take a look and see what those numbers would be. So I'll sit down and calculate. Let's say, uh, well, let me see if I can do this in my head. Uh, I'm going to use a larger number just because it's easier. If you're making, if you have a $100,000 CD for three years, and you're making 1% interest on it, that means you're making $1,000 a year. So if you divide 1,000 by 12, let's see, let's see if I can do the math on that. What is that about? It's a little less than $100 a month, isn't it? Maybe it's 80 bucks a month. Yep. So now the bank says, well, gee, if you break this CD now, we're gonna charge you three months interest. So $80 times three months is $240. So you pay $240 as a penalty to cash out of the CD, and now you can take that same money and you can put it in something that might earn you a 6% premium bonus. So that $100,000 CD money that you pay $240 to cash out of the CD, you can turn that right around now and put that into an annuity product that's gonna give you a 6% or 10% premium bonus. 6% times $100,000 is $6,000. So instead of making $1,000 of interest on a yearly basis on that CD, you're going to get a $6,000 bonus up front to move it. And that's worth paying a $240 penalty to do that, isn't it? Yeah, I think you may have confused people along the way, but basically the, the bottom line is, the amount that you lose in cashing in your CD is minimal it's peanuts. in relation to what you could earn. It's literally, literally peanuts. So one of the things you have to ask yourself is, how quickly do you need access to your money? Annuities tend to have a longer term. They can be anywhere from three to five years for short-term annuities, or they can be 10 years for a longer-term um, annuity contract. But they're going to make a lot more money for you. They're going to be safe. They're going to be principal protected. And just a lot of good things that we're going to tell you about on that. 
If you put money into a, a bond fund right now for a two or three year period, the interest rate is going to average about 1.2%. If you put money into something that's even uh, shorter term, like a savings or a money market account, you're going to make one-tenth of 1% to maybe 1%. So the rates are extremely low. They're going to likely be low for a while. And checking accounts are really not designed to make you money and typically are not. But nevertheless, having said all that, uh, some people work with their banks. They like the idea of having money in a local bank. We respect that. We always want to make sure people have a certain amount of liquidity because you need to have ready access to your money if you need it. But if you have other kinds of cash money, then you need to think about do I, how soon am I going to need this money? Am I going to need it soon? Am I not going to need it soon? If you're not going to need it really soon, then maybe you ought to think about how you can make better money. And that's the purpose of this today. Tenny, you must see a lot of clients when you're doing your estate planning. And by the way, attorney Tenny Lance does a lot of work in the area of wills and trusts and durable powers of attorney and documents that are designed to protect people. If you want to give her a call, give her a call at 508-998-8800. But you do other things besides just estate planning documents, don't you, Tenny? We do. We do uh, what basically is needed for people who may be facing a nursing home. We do a lot of real estate work. So we do other things. But to get back to the topic that you're talking about, one thing that we do with every client is to sit down and talk with them about where they have their assets and how much those assets are. And then we might make a comment about whether we think that asset is in a place where it's making the best money for people. And so we do that not to be nosy, but we have to know how much of an estate is involved before we can do estate planning. What always surprises me is the amount of money that many people keep in just basic bank accounts. And they do that because they're afraid. They don't know what else is out there. And um, they want the safety of having a lot of, um, of ability to, to pay cash, fix a roof, whatever. So what do you say about that? Well, I wonder how many people don't have money in the bank at all and have money under the mattress or... Well, that's true, too. And, I don't and, know. And what they think is a safe place inside their house. And what happens if the house burns down? Is your cash safe then? No, it's not safe then. <laughs> right. Um, I, I think that a lot of people are interested in having the uh, insurance that the government provides for bank accounts. But I still see people sometimes with a lot of money in bank accounts that goes beyond what the insurance amounts are. Sonny, I was thinking, you know, a few minutes ago about uh, as as you and I and other people get older, um, we have to have a certain set of quotations that are especially for us, don't you think? I don't know where you're going with that. Well, I will enlighten you. So here's, here's a quotation from Confucius. Um, I'm not as old as him. No, no, uh, he's long gone. It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. That's... that's describes me. <laughs> well, no. uh, Tenny actually can move pretty quickly when she wants to. Let's see. I'll have to think about what some of those times are. If a spider is anywhere nearby. Oh, yeah. I took a spider off the wall behind her last night. I just said, don't move. I'm going to get a tissue. There's a spider right behind you. And she says, oh, kill it, kill it. And I said, no, I'm just going to open the slider and push him out the door. And I said, don't do that. It'll come back in. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, this morning we're talking with Attorney Tenny Lance, and uh, my name is Ray Lance, and I, I do thank you for listening. We're going to give you some demographic information before too long. Um, and I also want to give you some information on a special kind of an annuity contract. So if you're thinking, well, I don't want to tie up my money for a long time, a if I'm going to do a three-year CD, I'm planning that that's money I'm not going to need for a while. I'm going to have it locked into the bank account for three years or five years or whatever it happens to be. 
So if you take a look and see what some of those rates are, what I want you to know today is you can do a three-year multi-year guaranteed annuity with a guaranteed interest rate right now. And I can give you a bunch of companies, Sagicor, North American, Guggenheim, Glico, Oceanview, where they will provide a 2.5% interest, one is 2.4% for a three-year guaranteed annuity. And compare that to any CD rate that's out there today, and these are higher than CD rates. So if you don't want to lock your money up for a long period of time, this can be an interesting alternative. Well, I think people are unaware about how they can do that sort of thing. I mean, they're they're right in their bank depositing a Social Security check or something, and they think, well, I'll put some of this into a CD. Like, I didn't know how to buy a corporate bond. How do people buy annuities? Well, they simply call me. Okay. They give us a call at 508-998-8858. We make an appointment. We come in. We talk about the pluses and minuses. And these are mostly uh, A, A plus, A minus rated companies. We only work with well-qualified companies that have secure assets. Um, They pay a small fee to us, but it's very little. But um, most of these- Who pays the fee to you? The company does. It does not come out of the client's money at all. That's a good question. And But 2.4%, return on a three-year guaranteed annuity contract. At the end of three years, you can take it out. But they have something interesting else that you can do. Mostly after the first year, if you need access to some of your money, you can pull out 10% a year without any penalty or surrender charge at all. You've actually got better access to your money than you do in a CD. Because with a CD, you'd pay a penalty. You'd pay a penalty if you have a CD. And the last thing I'd tell you is that, let's say you want to compare a 1% CD with a 2.5% annuity. The The annuity has something else going for it. The interest that it's earning in the meantime is tax deferred. So you're actually making more money because you're not having to pay income taxes on the interest on an annual basis, which you will have to do on the CD. Is there a lot of fuss and bother to do these? No, it's fairly straightforward paperwork. You write a check, you sign probably three or four pieces of paper. It's not complicated at all. But let's say that you wanted to do a four-year multi-year guaranteed annuity. Now the rates start to get more interesting. I'm looking at this chart in front of me, uh, 3% on a four-year guaranteed annuity, 2.65%, 2.6%. So there's really some very good rates that are out there. And to me, it's a much better vehicle than a CD, and it pays a lot more interest. Is an annuity safe? I think people are concerned about whether they would lose their money. Right. Uh, The short answer is yes. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. I just want to finish up with the five-year. Let's say you have a five-year CD, and maybe you're going to get 1.5% right now on a five-year CD. Guess what the rates are on five-year multi-year guaranteed annuities? 3.35%, 3.2%, 3.1%, 3.32%, 3.35%. These are all good companies, all good, well-rated companies, and we have access to about 40 different kinds of products like this. So it's a a great alternative to a CD. Uh, The last one I'll mention really quickly is they they also have six-year annuities. So if you didn't want to tie into a 10-year annuity contract, you could do a six-year. 3.42%, 3.41%. Just a lot of good rates out there. If you want more information, give our office a call. This is not information that we can just pass out and send you, but we're happy to talk to you on the telephone about it, or we're happy to sit down and uh, meet with you about it. So um, let's come back. Let's. I want to go on for just a little bit further and talk about um, the name of the show today is Does an Annuity Make Sense for You? We're going to talk about the questions you've just asked in just a minute, Tenny, about how safe are annuities and part and parcel of what we're talking about is where do you keep any cash or extra cash? But so-called high-yield savings accounts right now are paying about 1.25%. That's terrible. That's nothing to 
write home to mother about, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> My poor mother wouldn't have understood anyway. No, that's true. <laughs> but that's what we do here, and that's why we have a lot of good information on, on this topic. Let's see. I just want to do a quick check on my time here to see how I'm doing from a time point of view. So we talked a little bit about uh, cash account rates and checking account rates and short-term investment rates. And I want to say just a couple of quick words about advice people get in terms of finances. And sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong. One piece of outdated advice is to stay with the bank you've always had. Well, maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't. But I've also seen a lot of people over the years, Tony, that they'll come in and they'll have five different bank accounts at five different banks. Have you seen that before yourself? Oh, I had a client once that had over 30 accounts yep. at different banks. Yep. And number one, how do they sleep at night wondering what each of those accounts are doing? Well, he didn't. He died, poor soul. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was... So it was your job to then fix it after the fact, huh? Um, so um, I will shortly have my additional quotations or maybe one of my helpers here could help me find out where my other quotations went to this morning but in the meantime I want to talk about don't always assume that you have to stay with the bank that you're with do some shopping around get an advisor who is able to help you this is what we do here all the time Tenny, besides doing the estate planning works that you do, I know you also do work in real estate transactions and you do other things like that. Um, and uh, you also help people when somebody dies, right? Trust administration, we do. probate we, administration. We, there, are, there are two kinds of uh, things that we might do. One is called trust administration, and that's if you have a living trust what happens after the death of somebody that owns that trust. And then the alternate to that would be if you don't have things in a trust and you have uh, just a will, then we have to talk to people about going through the probate process, going to court, preparing all those petitions and forms and so forth. But there's something else that you do which I think is very significant. So at USA Wealth Group, we spend most of our effort working on showing people how to protect their money, how to make more money, how not to have money at risk, and we do it with conservative investments and things like annuities. But you also show people how to save money from uh, the, the cost of a nursing home in case somebody has to go to a nursing home. I know that's a very important part of what you do. Yes. Um, it's a different type of planning. It's more elder law planning and, and Medicare planning than estate planning. And usually we would be involved with somebody who is uh, an older person in doing that, not somebody in their 50s or 60s. Did you ever hear of a uh, famous physicist, uh, Stephen Hawking? Um, amazing man. Yep. Uh, I've forgotten what his illness was, but he was in a wheelchair much of his life. And he wrote a book called A Brief History of Time. So I have to give you a quotation that I just happened to like from Stephen Hawking. Look up at the stars and not down at your feet. Try to make sense of what you see and wonder about what makes the universe exist. Be curious. Oh, he, he really was amazing. I'm not sure he could look at his feet. He was so disabled. Yeah, he was. He was bent over, but oh. brilliant, brilliant mind. Yep. Well, today we're talking about, you know, financial advice. Where do you put your money? Um, I think that most people are in agreement today that short-term things like uh, CDs, bank accounts, money market accounts, that's a place to keep money in cash, and it has definitely a purpose. If you think you're going to need money in the short term, within six months, a year, even a couple of years, maybe you don't want to put someplace for a longer period of time. But just recognize that you're not going to make any money when you do that. Of course, another place to put money is in the stock market, but that's not necessarily for lots of people either. A lot of people don't want the risk. Um, we've had at least six major downturns in the economy in this country in the last hundred years. It's unfortunate that what we're going right right now with the pandemic, what we're going through is 
the worst that we've ever seen in the history of the country in terms of the economic impact. And we don't know where we're coming out. No, we're not out of it yet uh, financially. Um, we probably won't until we get a better handle on how to solve the problem uh, from a medical point of view. Uh, we're making some progress, but there's still a lot of uh, issues out there to deal with. But the economy is going to take a while to recover. We're looking to see if the government's going to continue to create more stimulus programs. And when they do, if they do, we are expecting it. Then we'll keep everybody uh, informed. Tenny Thomas Edison once said, there's a way to do it better. Find it. My what? My way? No. What did I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> I'll, I'll repeat it. Um, do you, Tenny wears hearing aids, ladies and gentlemen. Right now they're not tuned in to the <laughs> microphone. There's a better way to do it better. Find it. Oh, find it. I thought you said my way. <laughs> well, we always know it's your way anyway. <laughs> Um, that's that's a given. Yeah, people who are very curious and, and very um, bright like he was are determined to find a better way, right? And we always tell people to make a plan, whether it's a plan for estate planning, whether it's a plan to look at your money seriously. I mean, this is a good time to really take a, a hard look at where's your money invested. But Well, people do get very complacent. Um, they have other things to think about in their life, and they know that their money is safe in a bank, so they sort of just leave it there without looking at it, which is unfortunately not going to make you the best return. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Well, you, you need to think about sitting down and reviewing your finances and reviewing your legal documents, and you need to do that. If you haven't done it for a while, Give Tenny a call, Attorney Tenny Lance or Attorney Mike Coleman at 508-998-8800. But if you'd like to take a look at your retirement plan, are you retired? Could you afford to have more money in retirement? Or could you have more money in retirement? Can you afford to retire at all? Are you afraid to go back to work amidst the pandemic? Are you close enough to retirement that maybe one of your options right now is to think about taking an earlier retirement than you plan so that you won't have to be back in the workplace. We do evaluations all the time, and we start with the budget. We take a look at what people's assets are, what their income sources are, what their expenses are, and then we say, do you have enough money that you can afford to retire? And if you don't, what other things can we do to help you? It could be as simple as changing the kinds of investments you're in. It could be perhaps doing a reverse mortgage if you have equity in your house and you're over the age of 62. And I know, Tenny, you've just done some reverse mortgages recently because you're licensed to do that right now. I am, and um, I don't think people have a good sense of reverse mortgages, and we'll get to that another time. Yes, we will. Um, Tony Robbins is a very well-known motivational speaker in this country, and he once said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. But you need to set goals. You need to make a plan. If anything that we talk about on the radio sounds like maybe you ought to do some planning, then make sure you give us a call because if you don't, you're not going to go any further than where you are right now. So, Tenny, we've talked about uh, we're not going to get into the stock market right now, but for most people and the average person, they're not interested in being in the stock market. And if they've had money in a 401k or a 403b and maybe they're not going back to work, they're concerned because they've lost money in their accounts. So stock market risk is something that you really need to take a, a hard look at all the time. And Well, we're just not as individuals qualified to make stock investments generally. No, we don't to, do that. Peter can do that. No, but I, I don't mean that. I mean uh, people uh, in general. The stock market moves too quickly. It's too controlled by large um, movement of, of uh, interest back and forth that are multi-second investment decisions. We, we as individuals just can't keep up. No, um, something like 60%, maybe even higher now, of all the stock trading that takes place in the stock market today is done by computers. Uh, they're pre-programmed ahead of time with what's called algorithms, 
And if certain statistics comes out, and uh, the you know the Bureau of Labor Statistics said unemployment has gone up another two thirds of one percent, or whatever it happens to be, uh, the computers are already programmed that the instant that news hits it, boom, they're already programmed to sell and buy certain things. So the average individual cannot compete with that; they simply cannot. And therefore, most people rely upon brokers to help them make decisions, and they they hope for the long term. But let's talk about some of the very specific reasons that something like an annuity contract might make sense for you. And we've got some good information on this. Um, we're going to talk about a couple of tax things also. We have a new brochure that we're going to be coming out with very shortly uh, through our parent advisor, Advisors Excel. We're going to be having a printed brochure that we're going to show you before too long. And... Um, but let's talk about um, 10 specific reasons that an annuity might make sense for you. And number one, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world, isn't there? More this year than I think I've ever seen. Nobody in January or February could possibly have predicted what the economic and social medical impact of this pandemic is going to be. And we don't know even now. Tenny, in our lifetimes, and... We were born, you know, a long while ago. We've got younger employees in the office. We've never seen anything this serious. We've never seen anything this severe. So we've got political uncertainty. You know, first one day we're friends with China, um, and the next day we're talking about the China virus and blaming China for it. Um, so there's a lot of political uncertainty that takes place. Uh, we've got a political election coming up shortly. We don't know where that's going to go. Is that going to do something that will be positive or negative for the economy? We don't know. When you have money in something like an annuity, you've got a lot more certainty. The contracts that we work with, for the most part, are called principal protected guaranteed annuities. We talked about some of the shorter term ones. I, th I think that's important to emphasize, and I'm going to ask you to uh, make sure that everybody understands what that means. Okay, and we'll do that, because there are a lot of misconceptions about annuities. Even some of the national brokerage firms who do get paid commissions and fees for what they do, uh, sometimes they will say erroneous things about annuities. Annuities in the past have sometimes had a bad reputation. And the reason, I think, is because a lot of people were involved in what's called a variable annuity. And a variable annuity means that the account value, the whole principal, can go up if the stock market goes up, and it can go down if the stock market goes down. And what exactly does principal mean? That's the amount that you put into the annuity. So let's say you put $50,000 into an annuity contract. If it's in a variable annuity and the stock market goes up, great, the annuity goes up. But if the stock market above the fifty thousand above the fifty, if the stock market goes down, your principal could go down as well. So we don't do variable annuities here. We like to work with things that are more certain. And that's what happened in the two thousand eight two thousand nine time frame, where people lost forty fifty percent of their principal because the stock market went down so precipitously and quickly and, and uh, steeply. Right. And if you, if you read any of the commentary on the stock market, a lot of people will say, yeah, but the market will eventually come back. So it took 10 years from the time of the 2008 crash, um, which was not that long ago. It took 10 years for people to get back to the same level. And, and I only got them to where they were in 2008. That's right. Meanwhile, they lost anything that they might have gained between 2008 and present. So what we like to work on here are things that um, will give peace of mind to people, will allow them to sleep at night, will know that their principal is protected. You know, I mentioned this once before. Um, when the stock market took such a drastic hit, uh, of all the thousands of people that we've done fixed uh, annuities for, we got two telephone calls. Two. And one lady said, I guess you know why I'm calling. And I said, no, why are you calling? She says, well, my annuity. I'm very concerned about my annuity. I said, all right, let me pull out your file. I said, you are in a fixed annuity contract, which is principal protected. 
So when the stock market went down, it has not impacted your annuity contract one bit. It has not gone down. And she said, oh, I'm so relieved. But um, people that we've done business for um, and doing annuities know that they're principal protected. And that's why we like working with fixed annuities and more specifically fixed index annuities. So an, an annuity contract gives guarantees, first of all, principal protection, uh, that you won't lose principal. The other most important thing it offers is tax deferral. So again, you're not going to get a 1099 every year as you would with a CD account, for example, because until you take money out, you're not going to get a 1099. Um, everything that's growing in your annuity contract, if you don't need the money right away, it's going to grow tax deferred. And you can always ask questions about what are the fees and costs of doing an annuity. It's always fully disclosed. Uh, virtually every single annuity contract we're working with right now has a fee of uh, 1% or less. Um, if you did a payout annuity, which we'll say a little bit about in the future, and you just want to make sure you get a guaranteed income source for life, you can have an annuity that's structured that way. And again, in the old days, there were problems with some of the older contracts because if you said, here's a sum of money, here's my $50,000, and what I want to do is I want to get X dollars a month for the rest of my life as long as I live, and let's say you live for only a year, with those older contracts, the annuity company got to keep the rest of the money. Well, that wasn't fair, but that contributed to the negative reputation. But it doesn't work that way anymore. If you have a payout annuity anymore and you start withdrawing money and you die before you've taken all your money back out, the rest of the annuity is going to come back out and be paid out to your beneficiaries. And so, we, we use those types of annuities for married couples when one goes into a nursing home and they want to become eligible for Medicaid. That's yep. another long story that we won't get into right now, but um, those kinds of um, payout annuities are are very useful for Medicaid purposes. Yep, they can be used for that purpose. Here's something I bet a lot of people don't know. Let's say you have a family who has a child going to college. And when you go to college, you have to fill out what's called a FAFSA form, F-A-F-S-A. And it's a statement that shows what are the assets that the parents have, the family has, that could be used potentially to pay for college tuition. But one of the things you can do is before you do those FAFSA forms and fill that out, that's a little hard to say, that's a tongue twister, you can take money that might be sitting in a savings account, which might make the student not eligible for as much college tuition money, um, college aid money, and you can take some money and put it into a retirement annuity contract because the college administrators recognize that the parents need to be able to have money put aside for their own retirement. And that reduces the amount of money that's available that might be uh, used to pay for the college tuition, and therefore it makes the student more eligible to receive scholarships and loans and, and college aid. It, it's not necessary for a parent to take all the money in their savings account and put it exclusively towards college tuition. They can put some of that money aside into their own retirement annuity account, and it's a legal thing you can do. So um, those are just some of the benefits of working with annuities. We like working with the fixed products. We also like working mostly with what's called a fixed indexed annuity because not only is the principal protected, that's why it's called a fixed index, a fixed uh, annuity, but then the amount you're going to make going forward can also be tied to an index like the S&P 500 index. And as the index goes up in value, then the value of the contract is going to continue to go up in value. So lots of good benefits, lots of good features about annuities. And sometimes people say, well, yeah, is it protected the same way a bank account is protected? No, it, it's protected, but in a different fashion. So um, you have um, the federal government bank uh, backing up the bank account monies with uh, government insurance, Annuities don't have the same kind of a thing, but what they do is they have 
reserves and they have a state insurance fund. The state insurance fund is not the same thing as the federal government fund, but it is an insurance fund and it's exceedingly rare to see people ever losing money as a result of that. Um, but most importantly, every insurance company gets a rating. So annuities are sold by insurance companies. And we don't work with companies that have anything less than an A rating. It can be A minus, A, or A plus. Some of the good uh, annuities also have a rating of B plus, plus, plus. And occasionally we've done a couple of those for certain reasons. But lots of good reasons to think about annuities. So, Tenny, you've talked earlier about something called the immediate annuity. Uh, one example is the, of that is if you have a husband and wife, and let's say the wife has to go to a nursing home. Well, they've got too many assets, and if they have too many assets, they're going to have to use their own money to spend down before they might be eligible to receive Medicaid assistance from the government, right? Right. So um, th these generally only work if you are a couple, but um, the couple who is going, the, I'm sorry, the, the spouse who is going to remain at home um, needs money to live on. And so these immediate annuities can take money that would otherwise need to be spent for the nursing home and convert it through this annuity process to monies that will help uh, for living expenses for the spouse that is at home over that spouse's life expectancy. So what you're doing is you're taking a sum of money that might otherwise be considered a countable asset that has to get spent down to a certain level. And instead, you're taking that asset and converting it into a source of income. And the spouse who lives at home is able to keep their own income. Right. It's pretty complicated. doesn't work in all cases. But when it does, uh, it's terrific. I, I, have, um, I had a couple. Uh, the man went into a nursing home, and they had something like $400,000 in countable assets. And the wife didn't want to waste all that on spending it on the nursing home cost. So we did an immediate annuity. And uh, even though the spouse, the, the husband, eventually died in the nursing home, the wife is still receiving income from that annuity, and it didn't get spent down on nursing home expenses. So if, if, if nursing home is in somebody's future, using an immediate annuity can be uh, a very good way to try to protect some of those assets and not have it all get spent in the nursing home. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I want to mention that uh, Tenny has an outstanding uh, reputation in the community for helping people protect their assets from the nursing home. And then sometimes I will be involved in those matters to help with some of the finances. Henry Ford once said, you can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. And what Tenny has done here in helping people uh, speaks volumes and speaks for itself. So, Tenny, let's talk a little bit more about annuities and spreadsheets. We've talked a little bit about some of what the sample uh, rates are on the three, five, and six-year annuities. We also have a chart that um, is going to be in here in just a minute that shows what the longer-term annuities can be. We, we do work right now for about 10 good companies. We've got access to about 40 companies, and we call that our annuity spreadsheet. What, what do you mean by longer-term? Well, it could be like a 10-year annuity. They tend to be more uh, interesting for people because, number one, if you're interested in an annuity that has a bonus up front, it's going to usually be something like a 10-year annuity. So one of the companies that we work with right now is called Security Benefit. They have a 6% bonus. Now, um, that means that people have funds that they don't need to live on for their um, regular daily expenses, and so they want to take those monies and make the most on them, right? Well, it's that, and um, that's a, that brings up a very good point because you have to be qualified to purchase an annuity. If you had $100,000 in a bank account and you came into the office and said, I want to put $100,000 into an annuity contract, we cannot do that for you. We're not allowed to do it. Right. The companies don't want it. They want to make sure that because an annuity tends to be a multi-year contract, um, 
they want to make sure also that you've got enough other liquid assets. So if you suddenly had an emergency and you wanted to put your hand on it, you could. It's it's sort of like you don't put all your eggs in one basket kind of a thing. Right. So it's money that is in excess of what is reasonable to need for living expenses. Sure. So let me give you a couple of examples. Um, we see people all the time that might have $200,000 in a bank account. Well, that's just plain too much money perhaps to keep in a bank account. But should you put all of that into an annuity? Absolutely not. But maybe you take half of that money and put half of that money into an annuity, and you're going to make a rate of interest so far superior to what you're making in the bank that it's a good thing to do. And that's called a suitability analysis? That's one of the words for it, yep. So number one, we've never done that for clients. And number two... What do you mean? Haven't done what? We've never we've never taken and put all somebody's money into an annuity oh, contract. Right. You can't do that. Number two, the insurance companies themselves... They want to know what your assets are. They want to know and make sure that somebody's putting in an appropriate amount of money into the annuity contract. So one of the things we do, we have internally, which we don't share with clients because we can't and it literally changes every week. We have something that's called our annuity product comparison chart that we use. And right now we're working primarily with about 10 different companies. We are affiliated with a company out of Topeka, Kansas that... um, is the biggest and the best in the country. Um, We can pick up the phone every single day and say, what's the current rate on this particular product? And what are you recommending now? What's performing the best? So we don't just rely upon past history. We don't put everything in the same company. You can't. You have to have a a fiduciary obligation to your client that you're going to do the right thing. And uh, in the end, it's really all about protecting your family, though. You want to make as much money... For yourself, your spouse, if you're married, uh, you want to make as much money for your children to leave a legacy, if you can leave a legacy. Walt Disney once said, by the way, a man should never neglect his family for business. So oh, boy. we follow that philosophy here in the office, A too. lot of people we know do that. Yep, we do. And uh, have you ever heard of Lee Iacocca? I wonder how many people in this room right now have heard of Lee Iacocca. He ran Chrysler, Chrysler. Corporation. Um, and very top business person. He said, the only rock I know that stays steady, the only institution I know that works is the family. And I thought that was a good quotation from him. It is. When families are good, they're very, very good. When they're bad, they're hard. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we've seen both sides, haven't we? Yes. Well, we I could like to write say, a book. <laughs> I, I like to say there's no such thing as a normal family. I know. Everybody, uh, we've got a couple of guests in this room right now with us as we're talking, but everybody in this room, every single person in this room has had issues in their family life. It's, there's yep. no such thing as a normal family. So learn what you can and get on with it because that's what it is. Um, so don't be afraid of annuities. Get some more information talk to us. We'll walk you through. Um, Deferred annuities are a little bit like longevity insurance in some ways. We're not great fans of variable annuities because the value of the principal can go up and it can go down. Uh, Indexed annuities are a really nice alternative today. Um, I don't like to see people too much in just a, a flat fixed annuity unless it's going to be for a very short term. And even then, those rates will far exceed what they can do in a bank. I like this article that um, I've seen called 10 Reasons an Annuity Might Make Sense for You. Mm-hmm. And there are, um, there are lots of just um, reasonable statements in this article uh, that you get guarantees, for example, that are found in no other investment vehicle. That's right. Tax deferral you talked about. Uh, can be indexed, so it will grow. Yeah, and even though they have a particular term, let's say an annuity has a term of 10 years, for example, and you're the owner of it and you die, there are never any penalties or surrender charges in that case. It goes right out immediately in full to your families, your family members, your named beneficiaries. They're, they're terrific vehicles. They, they really are a great source to hedge against inflation. And um, every insurance company, like I said, that works in this particular region, uh, 
Um, they're measured, they're evaluated by Standard & Poor's, which is S&P, Moody's, Fitch, all the big investment companies will value every single company. AM Best is another measuring company. And they'll give their ratings on how strong they think a particular company is. And we work, we look at those things all the time. We literally evaluate product every single week. And we want to make sure that we're working with the best things that we can work with. Well, one item in this article, the the last item on the list is added peace of mind, which is certainly very important for people. Well, we've done probably uh, 2,000 or better uh, of these kinds of vehicles for people. And and with how much investment total? Oh, we've done probably over $100 million right now from uh, local community people who have invested in this kind of stuff. Um as I said, when the pandemic started and the stock market crashed, I literally got two phone calls from concerned people. And we're still staying in touch with everybody. Anytime somebody wants to come in for a review of their contract, the first thing that we do is we will update the values of the contracts and share it with them. If they need to change investment strategies during the year, they get a letter, they discuss it with us, we'll talk to them about it. I like one quote in this article. The annuity concept is intended to represent the safe portion of your retirement nest egg. In an uncertain world, annuities can offer the added peace of mind many investors are looking for. Right. Barbara Bush once said to us, family means putting your arms around each other and being there. I wish we could do that now. We haven't hugged our... New grandchild for, um, what, five months now? Yep. Well, we, um, I want to thank you for being here this morning, Tenny, and adding some spice to our life. Is that the right way to say it? I don't think so. No. Adding some knowledge to our life. Um, protecting you is what it's all about. Do something to protect your family. Take some action. Give us a call. Call me at 508-998-8858 and see what better things you might be able to do to make more money, protect your money, and protect your family. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is a quotation from Thomas Edison. The three great essentials to achieve anything worthwhile are hard work, stick-to-itiveness, and common sense. So with that, stay healthy. Stay wealthy, stay wise, and thank you for listening.